Hello, I'm Dave Fulton. I'm an American comedian living in London. I'm Bent Washburn. I'm an American comedian living in Germany. And this is our podcast, Expats. Um, just what the world needs, another comedian's doing, ex- doing a podcast. I think next time <laughs> we should time and say expats together at the same time would sound cool. All right. But then, we, but then we'd have to turn on our, our, our cameras so we could actually wait for that. And I think we, I don't know. we should be, we should do that, but oh, well, moving on. This, this was a the second attempt to record this podcast because yesterday uh, we both had issues with, uh, we had similar issues, I guess, with traffic. Well, no, uh, no, no. I mean, you were, um, you were stuck in traffic. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> which was, uh, uh, it, it's a phrase that as an American, you just don't hear. Yeah. Yeah, you were stuck on what? The autobahn. Yeah, and they, Americans <laughs> don't. They they have to. Oh, so you're driving 120? No, not the autobahn is clogged with vehicles now since uh, Europe took off after World War. Well, I guess after the wall came down, especially, and it opened up, and there are it is full of semis going from Poland and the Baltics down to Europe and. Germany's like the crossroads, so it is crammed with cars a lot, and I was stuck in one of those. That's what wow behind construction. It's construction season in Germany. Do they have that? Oh yeah, cake? like construction. Oh, season? oh my god! Last night coming from a gig, they shut down a they shut down a six lane highway. Yep. you know three three lanes on either side, six lanes, and they routed everybody through a two lane backcountry road going through more crappy english villages and it was fun yeah and and roundabouts just tons of roundabouts yeah they, you know? they do that too they'll they'll shut down something and uh, i don't they post that they're going to do it somewhere but it's all in german and i i don't keep up with it so it's just always but it's construction usually here and it's i heard this from a german citizen you tell me if it's the same in the uk i know it's the same in the u.s and that is uh they they get towards the end of the year and they have a certain amount of money they've been given to spend and they're trying to spend their entire budget so that they will qualify for the same amount of money next year because if they don't spend it, the budget drops every year. And apparently wow. that's true. I know that's true in America, a lot of governments, because there was, a, there was an office supply store in Olympia, Washington, just down from the Capitol. And I had a friend who worked there for years and they they practically survived off of end of budget cycle spending from the capital. It's like towards the end of the budget for like two weeks, people would come down and buy the best stapler and brand new file cabinets and just all this fancy new chairs, just trying to spend out their budget. Wow. We need a pallet of envelopes. Yeah. But the nicest, like really nice. Right. We, we want personalized. Yeah. So they would just go all, you know, high end office supplies. To fill out the no, over here in the UK, they um, they try to stretch out as long and go over budget as often as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They put up these things called smart highways. They call them, and um, and there's the the speed cameras are off to one side, so you don't see them until they go off. Yeah, and um, they uh, um, and the deal is there's no shoulder, there's nowhere to pull off. There is there's certain pullout spots, but there's no 
hard shoulder. Yeah. It's just like road then guardrail. Uh, yeah. That's like Germany too. It's like, no, you just stay on the road. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they modeled it after Germany actually. And um, so if you break down, they, uh, they see it on the cameras and they start routing traffic around you as you're alongside the road. But then, and they have a bunch of smart, and they've, they found statistically speaking that more people were dying on the smart highway than on the regular highway. What, why is so, that? that? Because the people are just, you know, you break down, you like the gunk, 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 oh shit. And you have a little bit of momentum where you can coast and most of the time pull off onto the side of the road. And, um, and because there's now, now there's no side of the road, oh. um, people will be coming up behind you and just slamming in the back. Yes. That seems dumb. That does not seem smart. Yeah. 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 So they, um, they've kind of said that that maybe didn't work as well as it should have. And, um, so it's pattern after Germany. They took that, that idea for the highway design yeah. from Germany. Yeah. And then of course they do lane closures. You're like, you know, um, uh, you know, you get over to the left, over to the right. Yeah. And, oh yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a lot of roads over here that just have no space on the side. A, a few years back, I was riding my motorcycle, um, to a county called Essex and you go underneath the Thames on, if you go north and it's called the Dartford tunnel. And, um, so in it's, it, it's two tunnels and there's two lanes in each tunnel. So I was going through with my bike. And I was having some electrical problems, but I was like, oh, I was all right. About halfway through the tunnel, my bike just just quit, just quit. And and there's no shoulder. I mean, you're in a tunnel. So I had the bike um, pulled over to the, the, the left side of the of the road, and it was right on the line. And I leaned against the guardrail, and I was standing on the guardrail just, as, oh, man. as semis and trucks are going by. And I knew once the bike cooled down, I could start it up again. And... Um, and people were going, are you right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. The bike has to cool down again. But I was stuck in the middle of the Dartford tunnel. Was it, was it, was it slowing down? Were you causing a big traffic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not as bad as you would think. I mean, it didn't stop. I mean, people were slowing down, obviously, because right. they're like, did, did, you know. Did they flip you off as they went by? No, they no. They were, they were actually concerned for really? my safety because, yeah, oh, yeah. There's been numerous motorcyclists killed in the Dartford tunnel. And um, so uh, eventually I, I get down on the bike. And it starts, and I get out, get out of the tunnel, and um, and it died again. But then I had a huge area to pull over, and um, and the safety car comes rushing up, and he goes, "Were you the motorcyclist that was just in the tunnel?" I'm like, "Yeah," and he goes, "We're well, not supposed to be there." And I'm like, "Trust me, it wasn't planned. I didn't, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like I, I think I, I'll pull over here. Yeah, I need you know? a break." <laughs> yeah. Well, what what do so, they um, do? They have like a strict. Because in Germany, the way they get around this is they have a very strict and thorough vehicle inspection program. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Huge oh yeah. Every year for running out of gas. If you run out of gas on the autobahn, it's a big fine. They just they don't. Oh wow. Yeah, that's why I I really don't belong here in that because <laughs> I I'm a such a ditz. You know, I don't look at that gauge. I don't know what these. I don't know how to read that gauge or any of it no here we um every year you have something called an mot which stands for ministry of transportation and they do a vehicle inspection motorcycles cars whatever right and you have to have it done and and depending on you know i mean motorcycles like about 30 pounds cars are actually quite a bit more <clears throat> and you have to have an mot in order to get insurance and you know then you have to pay your road tax every year mm -hmm. which varies depending on the age of the vehicle and then but 
after 40 years, your vehicle is considered historic and you're uh, exempt from, from that's, an inspection. That's a bad idea. And, I, and I, everything. <laughs> so, which is exactly the time when the vehicles start breaking down. That's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that's. And you said you, yeah. you guys have a bunch. You have old motorcycles and old cars. They're like on their last legs. I mean, oh, they yeah, look all, cool. All, uh, yeah, four. Of, I have six motorcycles and four of them are now exempt tax exempt yeah because last night you that's that's what happened you took out an old bike and it no no i i i my the bike that i have to have inspected every year which is a 2003 triumph tiger and um it's my fourth one but it's uh, the 20 first one years it, old yeah yeah <clears throat> but it's um but it's not exempt so it's being inspected and what happened was i you know i split the the cords in the rear tire it's a tubeless oh, tire so it wasn't oh. a puncture and so air was like leaking out oh and so i end up taking you know, my 19, well, it's registered as a 1980, 81 Harley Davidson lowrider, but it's a, That's, it's a model, it's a chopper. It's got a hard tail. It's got no rear suspension. Very comfortable though. No, no, oh, no, oh no rear God. suspension. Is, okay. So the roads like, there, yeah. the roads, are they as bad as the roads? American roads, you don't know it if you haven't left them, America, but our roads are awful. I mean, they're yeah. in disrepair. Oh God! Yeah. And there's construction. That's what I always tell my son. He gets very angry. Like this construction. I said, Ian, in America, you'd have the same construction, maybe not quite as much, but you'd have it. But then you'd you'd go through the construction onto roads that needed construction. Like you, ne you know what I mean? Whereas in Germany, at least when you get through the construction, you're on pristine, immaculate roads. Is it that way in Britain? No, no, no. no. We um. Occasionally, what they'll do is they'll put a Band-Aid on an open heart wound kind of thing. Yes. Um, That's like where I grew up in Mapleton, Utah. It's just potholes everywhere. Yeah. And the shoulder is just jagged. It's just, you know, they're just letting that erode away. Just like fjords. Yeah. There's fjords in the asphalt. Uh, that's what it is in Mapleton. Well, what they do instead, instead of like, you know, maintaining the highways, they'll just put up a sign that says, road liable to flooding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have some rough like, roads here, but they do. But not it's nothing like. Well, and to control the speed in the rough roads, what they yeah. do is they'll put down. They're not. They're not, they're not speed bumps in the sense of like you know a big you know abrupt curb looking thing. They're more of a kind of a gradual bump, you know, and maybe like you know two feet across or something. But it's a it's a definite rise, and you can't yeah. you can't go flying over it. You have to slow down. And the and the Brits have a have a a slang term for those. What is it? Um, they call him a sleeping policeman. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good, I like that. It's a good slang for a speed bump. It's yeah. a sleeping policeman. <laughs> sleeping policeman, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, um, and the thing is with, when you have a motorcycle that has no real suspension, yeah. and it's at night and it's raining, it'd be like, okay, I'm getting wet. This is horrible. And then suddenly, bang, bang. I'm like, what was oh, that? Yeah. What was, you know, yeah. yeah. If it's not labeled or marked or they don't put fresh, uh, reflect paint, reflection paint, or whatever you call it. The shiny, no, what's the no. shiny paint called? I don't know. Now I uh, think luminous, luminous, luminous paint. Here, I have this idea that you can tell a lot about how a bureaucracy in a country is doing by by looking at the roads. You can oh, see definitely. how functional they are. Definitely. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, that I think that goes from local government all the way out. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Eisenhower was so impressed with the roads in Germany and how quickly they were able to move goods and 
yeah. material and weapons. That That's why he put in the Highway Defense Act, which created the interstates that we have in the United States now. But to maintain it requires the tax, and we just, we don't want a VAT tax. Like, Germany has an 18% VAT tax. Like, the other day I bought an extension cord, and it was 70 euro, which is already a lot, up to almost, it was 90-something euro because of the VAT tax, which is 18 We have that too. <laughs> yes. We have yeah. value-added tax. We have it. It's yeah. 20%, okay. but it doesn't apply to food, though. Yeah, the same here. The vegetables and so forth, they don't. Yeah, just just goods and services, yeah. you know. And, and it's funny, when I first came over here, the... Um, the cutoff, I mean, because if you're a performer, you have to start collecting VAT if you make above a certain amount. Oh, you do? You have to collect VAT? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the thing, you collect VAT, and it, I think it's like four times a year, and then you have to take that money and turn it into the government. Okay. You can't keep and, it. You can't uh, keep it. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, um, uh, and my accountant said, uh, the cutoff when I first got my accountant was like 58,000 pounds. And he says, whatever you do, do not get VAT registered. Oh, <laughs> and I said, and and comedy friends of mine are like, hey, I'm that registered, and I get like an extra, you know, thousand pounds or you know, a couple thousand pounds a year. Uh -huh. And it was also a way to tell the comedians because you'd be in the green room, and they'd go, okay, Dave, here's your money, and then they go, oh yeah, Al, you're that registered, right? Okay, well here's your extra money, and it kind of lets all the other comedians know that you're doing better than them, you know. Because you're making above a certain amount so of money, so now VAT registered. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing really well. But the problem is, if once you're VAT registered, it's really hard to get off it. And and my accountant said it best. He said, "Look, don't do the government's job. Don't collect their taxes. That's essentially what you're doing." Well, yeah, yeah. And, and I said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that." So I've I've never been VAT registered. I've never been incorporated. And um, the, you know, all the dodges to save money and make a little bit of extra money on the side, and and it all paid out during COVID lockdown because they gave self-employed people grant money. But if you were incorporated, you didn't get any of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get any, I don't know how, but Kelly was fine. So don't yeah. get that registered. If you're in the UK, the roads, the roads here are nice. And it's interesting though, why I said that about the roads is because if you drive out of Germany and then you go down into Switzerland, they're amazing. The tunnels are Lots of oh, money. Oh, amazing. Lots I've of driven money, high-functioning yeah. bureaucracy. You hit Italy, and it's it's almost instant. Like, oh, there's uh, this bureaucracy isn't work working, and the further south you go, the worse the worse, the worse they get. A lot of the, a lot of the Eastern European countries, I've heard. I've never been to Romania. I heard the roads are really sketchy in Romania, but I was uh, Poland's roads really nice. Poland. Uh, is really pulling it together right now, so I guess. Well, I, I mean, I've I've driven in, I've driven in France and Switzerland and Italy, and um, and you're right about Italy. I mean, the um, when you we would be in Chamonix uh, Valley in the French Alps, yeah. and you're like, hey, let's go, let's go ski or let's go snowboard in Italy. So you would drive through Mount Blanc, the tunnel, which is amazing. Yeah, and then um, and as soon as you get to the other side, you're in Italy, and it's almost like you know yeah kakunk oh, oh yeah well, like yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. suddenly the roads aren't there there's trash everywhere yeah because and yeah. then the further south you go into the boot the more it just it breaks down the bureaucracies break down and that's not like the worst bureaucracy i've ever encountered well i don't know if it's the worst but this is one of the most frustrating it was india and it's port blaine india which is its little well little city by their standards uh, coastal city because a cruise ship stopped there 
And cruise ships rarely right. stop there because there's really not a lot to see in Port Blaine. But uh, this cruise ship need to get supplies, whatever. So it stops there. And this is a cruise ship full of, it's a very expensive cruise ship. These are very rich, old Americans, Brits, and Aussies. That's right. all it is. And they're in their 70s and 80s. And they had so much security at Port Blaine. It was crazy. They, they had three people checking IDs three times. Two of the people are armed guards. So you have people wow. with like M6, I don't know what the guns are. And this is in, this is in India? Port Blaine, India. Or, and I'm like, what do you think that the, did these 70 and 80 year old retirees, or what do you think's going on here? <laughs> it was insane. So they held everything up. And the guys with the guns are just standing there kind of looking over the shoulder and scowling everyone. Well, what are you doing? It was insane. And and then they you get on a tour bus and they dump you in the middle of this little city. You're like, what what was with all the security? What are you guarding? You know what I mean? What are you guarding? There's nothing to steal here. There's- well, you know what I think what it is, because I've been to India three times doing comedy in Mumbai. And um, and with India, one of the leftover leftovers from the colonial days is is the bureaucracy yeah. that the English left them gave them, and um, and the railway, so of course. But the um, and they 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 like useless paperwork, and and I think if you if Deadly. you're in charge of homeland security in India, and you had to pick a spot where you know you're not going to run into extremists. It's got to be the port where you're letting in the, yeah. the rich white people. Well, it's Port Blaine. You know? it, there's nothing there. There's, and this ship is not. There's no, there's no drugs. There's no arms. There's, there's nothing. It was insane. But Well, you know, yeah. I think but when the I, bureaucracy, yeah. this is what I think is going on with that bureaucracy, Dave. I think that the person in charge of that little office, it, that's how they dole out the favor. Is by grant. Oh, is yeah. you get to guard, and then each one that comes is getting a pay. They're getting paid. It's really just doling out a way to give out money, which increases his, you know, large yes. But it's for a useless, a useless activity, and I don't know. There's no mechanism there towards efficiency. I guess I don't know. Well, the corruption in India is just astounding. You know, it's rampant, and mm-hmm. um, and the first time. You know, I came out to Mumbai when they opened up the comedy store in Mumbai, which unfortunately is is gone. But the um, you fly into Mumbai, you know, and and you just breeze through immigration. What are you here for? Seeing friends, you know. The guy doesn't even listen. It's like bang, bang, no work papers, no nothing. And then you um, you collect your luggage, and then there's another kind of security scan. You're supposed to put your luggage on to have it, you know, X-rayed again. And some people are just walking around it. <laughs> oh, right, oh, right. <laughs> you know and uh, not and running not even on. running just walking just not- like you know just like nodding and then they're looking at us go put your stuff on there all right fine so <clears throat> and then you you get there and they and we're picked up at the airport and it's a i mean mumbai airport is big i mean it's they're not messing around i would assume it's pretty it's a lot yeah, of people yeah, yeah it's an it's an international hub and so you, then you you get into the car and the of course as soon as you step outside it's just it's mayhem. It's it's just like what you see in the movies or news. Yeah. It's just, you know, and uh, so you get in the car and the guy expertly, you know, wheezes his way around all this. And and then you you leave the airport and you're on like a, a blacktop and then suddenly you're on a dirt road. Yeah. Un- underneath a flyover. And I remember looking at the comedian going, are, are they going to take us out to a field and kill us? Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's like, you know, I can't say why not. I mean, is is my toothpaste and underwear and, and the hundred pounds cash I had worth that? And and um, and so yeah, you literally you drive underneath the, the flyover that was supposed to be the way to get over, you know, the bad part. Yeah, and then and then you come back out on the road again. And um, and I remember, you know, by my second time there, I'm asking the guy going, hey, you know, is this the only way to the airport? And he went, yeah. <laughs> And it's, I go, how long has it, been, how's it been like this? How long has it been like this? And they go, forever. Wow. Yeah. Forever. It's strange because, well, it's not, part of it's not strange. I, mean, I know, well, like when I went to Sri Lanka, you just, you're so aware instantly like, oh, there's no money here. There's just no money. The, the, the revenue right. is not there to support almost anything. But in right. India, you know, well, if you go to the right part of Mumbai, well, there's a tower that a billionaire isn't that in Mumbai, Mumbai, where the oh yeah, old, yeah, old Mumbai the, that he lives in, yeah, the yeah. yeah, the separation of wealth in Mumbai is just there are billionaires who um, have views of people sleeping next to curbs naked. Yeah, yeah. so there's and, a gap um, in wealth. So I don't know what whether how much of it's money and how much of it is a corrupt and inefficient bureaucracy, but I do know. That if your bureaucracy is corrupt and inefficient, business doesn't happen there. I mean, it, it chases away development and money too. So, I, at least I think I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I mean, when I was there the first time, Bill Gates was there talking to all the billionaires, trying to set up more, um, more charity stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So he's trying to talk the billionaires into it. Yeah, and they were all. And I was asking a guy, I said, well, they follow suit. <laughs> and um, They're part of the problem. I mean, they and, and he says, it. no, no, they all, they all paid a thousand dollars a play to meet Bill Gates. That's, that's all they did. Yeah. You know, they, they're not going to do anything no. he suggested. They're not going to, it's not going to be like Bill Gates of the Bill Melinda fund to help with, you know, if they, malaria. If they cared about it, they, it wouldn't be happening. It's. Well, you remember it's a caste system too. So oh. they still kind of believe that you were, you were born. Yeah, you know, to be poor. Which is convenient. So, uh, it's a good way to like, well, it's not my fault. You know, and we, yeah. we we drop into we have our own mental gymnastics we do to rationalize that stuff, I think. But yeah, the bureaucracy, what's the op- the option though, you know? I mean, what are you gonna do? You gotta yeah. like I'll talk to some friends who are hardcore libertarian. Well, you just don't have any government. Oh, you mean like Haiti? Do you want Haiti? That's that's yeah. working out good. Somalia. Or worse it's yet. nice stuff. It's a libertarian yeah. paradise down in Haiti right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. That's how no government works out. It just you got to have the bureaucracy. Yeah, and the um, and of course with you know just a little bit of power comes people who shouldn't have any any power. Yeah, <laughs> and um, oh yeah, they want it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's one of those things. I don't think there is anything that would be considered a perfect um. A, a perfect model no. for how to govern. No, and but 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 I think it comes right back down to what you said. You can judge a country by how you know how well the roads are, right? yeah. or just you know you get a sense just, of uh, how well the government and bureaucracy is functioning pretty quickly, and uh, and how they're doing. I think, and how much money they have. I guess maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Yeah. I just know that driving in Germany is there's a lot of stau. But between the Stau, really nice roads. Have you got, uh, Which, what was what, it like? What, yeah, is, no. what is the word Stau? What does that mean oh, in German? Oh, traffic jam. Sorry, Stau. All right. Okay. I have a question. Uh, when you got your license in the UK to drive, how, how complicated was that? Oh, interesting. Um, well, I was, 
you know, I got my motorcycle, uh, I bought a motorcycle here. And um, what did I do first? Let me think about it. Um, it's oh, too I, long. Was, I was driving around because I have an American driver's license that has the motorcycle thing on it. Uh-huh. And, um, and so you can drive or, ride, or whatever on, on an American license here in the UK for 12 calendar months. Wait, so, wait, okay, wait, wait. So they they just let you drive right out of the gate, and then they just yeah. figure the first few months you get used to the right left thing and have a couple. Well, now li- listen, to what I'm saying: twelve calendar months. So if you go back to America and you have an address in America, you know that you collect mail and have a bank this and that. Oh, you essentially reset the clock back to zero. Okay. Huh. So I would I would go back. I was getting back like three, sometimes four times a year. Uh huh for anywhere from a few months a few weeks to a month so and because i had an address there it wasn't like this you know the uk was my fixed address and i remember talking to a cop about it and i said well every time i go back to america to my house in america you know i'm not it's not a holiday and my driver's license is the address there am i essentially when i come back here i, I set the clock back to zero and he went technically oh, yeah huh so it's a, it, so, that's a, a lot that happens a lot with a lot of different yeah. things, well, you got to fly back for a few weeks, and then you can come back. Yeah, but the the thing is, is with if you had a Canadian driver's license or a Hong Kong driver's license or a South African driver's license, because they have a national driving test that's the same for the entire country, and uh, the UK would recognize that. So you would come here, turn in your driver's license, pay a fee like like less than fifty pounds, and they would issue you a UK driver's license. It's on the okay, spot. Okay, but we don't have. But it. because yeah, we don't have it. Every driving test in America is, is different per every state. Yeah, yeah. And so um, when I finally came clean and got a UK driver's license, which by the way, my US driver's license is still good, <clears throat> but I have a UK just a motorcycle license. I don't have a car license. Okay. And which you can get, and so um, I had to, I had to take that test. So you take a, a theory test. You're, you're at. It was, it was amazing. I had to go into this government building. I had to leave my watch, my phone. What? I mean, my, I mean, everything. I can I was not allowed to have anything Are in my pocket. Cheating on this test? Oh yeah, big time, big time. Is it hard? And uh, uh, no, I mean, it's just you, you watch them, you, you. You check mark some stuff. It's all on computer, and then you watch these videos, and you have to hit a button every time you see something that's a hazard coming up on the road. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, you know. And it's a motorcycle, or something like bang, 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 bang. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That tree could fall. You know? And um, that car could. I don't stop. like those. Cl- <laughs> that pedestrian. I don't like those clouds up ahead. Yeah, everything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's. Yeah, you're, you're you're essentially an old guy sitting in the passenger seat. You know, slow down. And, yeah. Well, a motorcycle, uh, you are. Well, this is what we brought about a motorcycle. There is no crumple zone, right? You don't. No, your body no. is the crumple zone, actually. You, yeah, you're just like you're padding between two cars, basically. But you you are thrown clear of the of, of the. <laughs> That's uh, right. You're thrown clear you know? of the accident, but not the ground or the building or the parked car. <laughs> so uh, you do the theory test, and then you have to do you know the practical test. And um, I hooked up with a guy who who taught, you know, uh, he was a friend of a friend. And um, so he goes, okay, you got this. Now you're, he said, it was great. He goes, can you see that sign? Yeah. What's that down there? Is that a road? Yeah. Show me your left hand. Show me your right. Okay. And that was it? Now you have, no, he goes, yeah, you got your CBT. You can now ride a motorcycle up to 125 cc's. I'm like, okay. That's crazy. And he goes, 
He goes, now you got to do the next one. So he showed me the tricks and it showed me a couple of things I didn't, I didn't know after riding bikes since I was 16. Oh, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, this is kind of informative. So then you go to this, this testing center near Aldershot, which is, there's a military base there, by the way. Uh-huh. And, um, <clears throat> so I get there and there's this closed course. I'll never forget. It was February and it was raining and the wind was blowing and you have this closed course you have to do. And um, and you can't put your foot down, and there's all these weird kind of things. Is it alone, things. or are there other motorcycles? <laughs> no, no, you're alone, and you have the instructor there. Okay. You're not the instructor, but you have the, the tester yeah. there. So I do this whole thing. Then you had this thing about, you know, I'll raise my hand, and you have to, you know, bring the motorcycle. You have to get up to 30 miles an hour, and then bring the motorcycle to, to a stop, you know, by this point. So I did it once, and he goes, you didn't get up to speed. Do it again. So I got up to speed, and then I hit the brakes. And the back tire broke loose just for a couple of feet, but I didn't drop the bike. And then I came over, came to stop, and he, and he goes, all right, go out the gate. I go out the gate, and he goes, you failed. I go, why? And he goes, because you skidded. Really? And the thing is, is, yeah, and I'm on my bike. I was on, at the time, I had a, I think it was my third. failed. I was on my third Triumph 955 Tiger, right? See, that's, I can't, you, you, you know all the bike names, but you failed, Dave. Yeah, and it was great. It was like, yeah, you failed. You can't, you, we're not giving you your license today. I'm like, okay. So I get on the motorcycle and ride home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, didn't matter. So they didn't matter. Yeah. Huh. And the guy who, um, and the guy who did the test, it was like my, inst- you know, was teaching me. I come into the, where he's having a cup of coffee. He goes, what are you doing in here? And I go, I failed. He's like, what? So he, luckily, because he's an instructor, he was able to reschedule the test like 30 days later. So I come back 30 days later. I do the closed course test again. Did you pass? I pass that time. I go into the in, into the tester's office, and this guy, his job before he was this, is he taught people how to drive tanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've never driven a tank. Have you ever? No, I have. No, I've driven a tank. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, it's cool. crazy. They stop really. They stop really good. They stop fast. <laughs> they you. They stop. Really fast. There's no, there's no skidding. It just, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's like and that, now this is a tangent because you can't. This is you. You're sitting in this little. I'm the right size. You should be kind of small to drive the tank. And then this this is like a little stick shift thing that I I pushed up. And then you can hear like I don't know how many thousand pounds worth of gears behind you. <laughs> it was really bizarre. And the steering wheel is anyway. Uh, that's a tangent. I have wow. Tank. I'm envious. Yeah. And so anyway, I get done with this and he hands me my shit. Here you go. You pass. And he goes, now I've got another, um, he goes, I got another uh, test. I got another in. guy to fail. Get out of here. <laughs> no, you got another test, you know, for the road test. I go, yeah, it's me. Oh, and he went, what? And I could tell he didn't like me much. Yeah, he does. And I'm like, yeah. So we go on the road. He, I have this headpiece and he's got this 1300 CC motorcycle. So he's following me out. He goes, make a left, make a right, you know, uh, up the roundabout, take the third exit, you know. So we go way out. And then he goes, okay, now make your way back. So I had to make a way back using turn indicators and signals and shit. And I get all the way back to the testing zone. And he goes, you know, I should fail you because you were going, uh, uh, you weren't doing the speed limit on those country roads. I was was doing 40. He goes, speed limit's 50. I said, what is it marked? He goes, if it's not marked, it's 50. Okay, yeah. And you can fail for being too cautious. Wow. So. yeah. So, but he, he passed me anyway, cause I think he was just tired of seeing me. So then, then I had my, my, my motorcycle license and you're on a two year probationary period. And if you get more, if you get three tickets, you have to take the test again. You got the ticket, surely. No, I got one. Oh. <clears throat> and, and, uh, um, no, I didn't. 
I talked my way out of one. That's right. I've got but, a um, ton of tickets over here. I get them. Oh, really? Constantly. It's killing me. Because there's cameras. <laughs> they put cameras everywhere. They just, the whole, there's cameras all over the place. They have roaming cameras. And uh, I always, I'll get, every once in a while, I get a picture, a black and white picture of me, like, behind the wheel of our Corolla or our <laughs> RAV. We've got- Now, book. do you have to, do you have to pay those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh no! See, when I was riding around um, for twelve years on my Idaho driver's license, the um, did you not pay him? Oh my! God, I got pulled over by the cops. They're like, "You were speeding, or you didn't have this, or blah blah blah." And they're like, "What are you doing here?" And this is the phrase you have to use, Americans. Anybody's listening? This and is you're driving. This isn't Britain. This isn't Germany. Okay, yes. This is only in Britain. As you say, I'm just over here working for a little bit. I'll be going home soon. That's it. And yeah, and then they'll go. They can issue a ticket, but most of the time they just go. Oh, geez. All right. Don't do it again. You know? Well, I mean, and I, that I got, works. I, That's up. And I, got, and I got a ticket once and I called them up because I got the thing that says, send in your driver's license and, you know, 80 pounds. Or, and so I called them up. And I said, hey, I have an Idaho driver's license. I'm just over here working, doing comedy. Do, I, I, do you really want my Idaho driver's license? I mean, I'll pay the fine. And then you get this, uh, all right, don't worry. Just slow down. You no, know? yeah, no, you'll get tickets here and you'll have to pay them. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I'd get the tickets. And then, but then two years ago, I got pulled over on my 1968 Norton uh, motorcycle. Yeah, it was I can't a rainy keep night. keep track of all these different motorcycles. Sorry, sorry. And uh, I, cops pulled me over. And then um, they said, You're doing 61 and a 40. And I went, Is that bad? Yeah. And um, it's 21. <laughs> yeah. And, and the guy says, look, if you were doing 58, we caught it. We would have let it go, but you're doing more than 50% over the speed. And I'm like, all right, fine. So, you know, and I said, hey, by the way, I still have an Idaho driver's license and it's legal. What if I just said, hey, you know, I'm an Idaho guy just over here, blah, blah, blah. And the cop goes, no. And he points to the computer in his car and he goes, we know where you live. We know you have a driver's license. We know you've already got a ticket. You know, you got three points on your license. And I said, you picked that up just from looking at my registration plate. Yeah, my license plate on the motorcycle. I went, yep. Oh, damn yep. computers. Well, can you imagine that in America, though, if the cops will pull up behind you and they don't have to like type it in or nothing, they have a, a reader system. So they know already. And they could just take a picture license plate and know instantly whether or not you have insurance, whether or not your vehicle's been inspected, how many. I didn't tell. You know, that would actually be helpful. I think it'd be great. I mean, we're giving away that information. Do you know why we don't have the cameras in America? Or there's different reasons, but cities when they first started in America, when they first started putting out speed cameras, I believe it was Cedar Rapids, Iowa, put out some speed cameras and a guy got caught with his uh, mistress, his lover oh. in the car. Oh, wow. because the ticket came home, the wife opened it and there he is with his girlfriend and she divorces him. And so he sues the city saying this is an invasion of privacy. So they take down the cameras. That's the story I heard about uh, in Rapid City. So it's you know it's this argument about privacy and so forth that's going on in America. I am, um, uh, but they do have cameras now. Yeah, you know. they do. Yeah, in a lot of places. But yeah, I think we, they we should be everywhere. Yes, we have average speed cameras here, yeah. which um you know they'll like you know take a picture of your oh, plate and yeah. you go through the next camera, next one, next one. That's oh. my favorite joke to get on stage. Is I go, hey, those average speed cameras you had, um, are, is that over a lifetime or <laughs> long? Do you just yeah. <clears throat> well, I talked to a cop years ago in California. I talked to a, um, a, a California highway patrolman and uh, I was at a bar waiting for a, f a friend of mine and um, and we we're talking about getting pulled over and stuff. And he goes, yeah, he goes one night. He goes, I'm, I'm on patrol on um, it was in, in the San Francisco Bay Area and there's this Porsche ahead of me. 
and it was kind of weaving a little bit. So um, I pull him over, and as I get up there, <clears throat> there's this guy who's naked in the driver's seat, and there's a woman who's naked straddling him. Okay, I think there, yeah, that's got to be a ticket there. And, and he says, what are you doing? <laughs> and he goes, well, sorry, officer, we didn't see any way to pull over, So, and, and I was getting tired, and I was trying to get her to change positions with me to drive the car. What? <laughs> and I said, what did you do? And he says, well, you're pulled over now. You can swap drivers if you'd like. So he goes, they both got out of the car naked. She got in the driver's seat. He got in the passenger seat. And then um, he wrote him a ticket for, um, for reckless driving. <laughs> when you said he wrote him, I heard road instead of wrote. Oh, sorry. Wrote. 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 Ish- issued him. Here's, you know. here's something, a big deal, and then we got to get going. But uh, Germany, not you, no one's pulling anybody over. The, that's one thing you will notice when you drive in Germany. Just You'll see police, but they're not. No one's pulling anybody over. None of that. None of that. Wow. See, they, they still pull, pull people over over here. Yeah, I haven't seen a single person get pulled over in Germany. And that brings us back to what I miss in America that they don't have here. And what I miss is if I'm getting, I want to get pulled over. If I've done something wrong, I want to get pulled over. Oh, you're because that <laughs> No, because that gives me an opportunity. Because I can't argue with a camera, no. you know? Yeah, you can't, no. And if a cop pulls you over, you go, ah, come on, it was this and this and that, you know? So it, there's this, I remember taking, you know, introduction to law in, at university. You have the, the equity of the law and you have the letter of the law. The letter of the law is the camera. The equity is talking to a person face to face and trying to justify, you know, hey, man. Going you know. 120 in an 80 or something. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I actually, one time I was doing 72 in a 40. Oof. Yeah. And I, I pulled into a petrol station, a gas station, went in, came back out. There's a cop there. I go, hey, how you doing? Because you know how fast you were going here. You, you know what the speed limit is on the A3? And I go, 40. Because you know how fast you were going? I went, 40-ish. <laughs> and he goes, no, nope. you're doing 72. Nope. And I went, is that bad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, yeah. And he goes, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm actually on the way home. I live in Kingston. And I'm flying out for China tonight. So I'm, I'm late to pack. And I guess I'm really sorry, man. You know, I'm a comedian going off there to do shows in, in Hong Kong. And did that work? He let me go. Well, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> in America, I don't know that you get let go there on that one. No, no. Well, look, man. Um, yeah, I got to go replace a tire. And yeah. um, and you got to go get stuck in traffic again. I do. Actually, I, that's exactly what I got to do. But uh, hopefully soon, if anybody's listening to this, we're going to start having some guests on. Absolutely. I'm kind of excited about that. Yes. Um, and because uh, I really want to hear other people's take on it, uh, on this too. whole kind Me of too. living abroad. Great talking to you. Enjoy your your motorcycle. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Bye. Bye.